to the Mind Your Hormones podcast. My name's Corinne, and I'm a board-certified holistic nutritionist who went from no period from mismanaged PCOS to a regular one. Now, I'm obsessed with helping you get hormonally balanced and emotionally aligned. This podcast is all about education, empowerment, real talk, and simple strategies you could start today to find inner peace and overall well-being. I am so excited to be here with you to chat about all things health, hormones, and mindset. Are you ready? Let's get it. Hey love, what's up? I cannot wait to chat with you today. Today we are talking all about SAD, which is Seasonal Affective Disorder. I've been getting a lot of questions about this. This is something that I personally experience. I have so much professional experience, so much personal experience with it. So I wanted to bring this topic to you in case you are someone who does experience this. Maybe you live in a climate like I live in where it gets freaking cold, it gets dark really early, and it really affects your mood. So that is what we're diving into today. But before Before I do, I just want a disclaimer. I am not a licensed therapist. This is not any information. If you have depression or anything like that, of course, seek out therapy and someone who can actually help you with it. Today, I'm really just talking about what has helped me and my clients in this experience. But if you have depression and you need assistance, please seek out a licensed professional therapist to help you out with that. Okay, so SAD, Seasonal Affective Disorder is I Googled, I was like, okay, let me get the Google definition of it. I know what it is. Like I know how it feels, but let's see what Google says it is. So seasonal affective disorder is a mood disorder characterized by depression that occurs at the same time every year. And it can occur in climates where there's less sunlight at certain times of year, hence where I live on Long Island in New York. Um, And symptoms of it can include fatigue, depression, hopelessness, and social withdrawal. So Really what I want to just start out talking with, I'm going to be giving you five tangible tips of things that you can actually do to help support you through this season. But before we get into that, I really just want to talk about the emotional side of it. Like what part of this season actually frustrates you? Like what makes you feel low? Is it that there's less sunlight and it's really dark really early? Right now, the time this recording, it's the beginning of December of 2021 and it gets dark around like it's pretty dark by five o'clock. Like the sun sets, I think a little bit before five o'clock right now, which is pretty early. It makes it feel like the day ends very early. Um, So is it that that frustrates you? Is it that you feel like you get less movement in because you're just not outside as much, moving around as much, doing things that you maybe did outside as your form of movement, like bike riding or walking or running or whatever? Like, of course you could still do that when it's cold out, but it's just a little bit harder. You can't maybe do it for as long and it's just not as enjoyable, but is, is that what frustrates you? Is it that you don't like being cold? Is it that you have around this time of year, especially around the holidays, you have more things that you either have to say yes or no to? Like you have to make that decision. Are you going to say yes to every request or every party you get invited to around this time of year? Are you going to say no to it? How are your boundaries? Is it that there's less to do? Maybe you feel like there's less to do right now. Like I feel like that. I'm like, there's really nothing to do in the winter because a lot of the activities that my fiance, Chris, and I like to do are all outdoor things. So it gets a little frustrating during this time. So for me, the thing that frustrate me most is the coldness, um, feeling like we can't do things outside, like we can't go to the beach or a bike ride or do certain things um, that we usually do that helps me be more active. And just the lack of sunlight. Sunlight really is something that 
makes me feel so much more energetic and awake and happy. And I feel like that's with everybody, right? So really ask yourself, what actually frustrates you about it? What part of this season makes you feel low? And then once you get that answer, ask yourself, well, what can you actually control out of that, right? If it's the cold and the lack of movement, like we were talking about, okay, can you bundle up and go for a walk anyway? Even if it's not as long, um, can you do it? Can you just bundle up and make yourself like buy the clothing that is going to keep you warm so you can actually go outside, even though you'd rather it be warmer, but what can you do? Can you bundle up and go outside? Can you schedule more movement into your life? Maybe doing more classes. If you could go out and see people go to different classes like bar, Pilates, whatever kind of class you like to do, yoga, can you do more of that to get out a little bit more? What I do when it's like snowing or raining and I like can't go outside and go for a walk or I choose not to do that in the rain, um, I'll literally go to the store. I'll be like, okay, I'm going to go grocery shopping today because at least I'll get some more movement in and just go through every single aisle and make it like that's how I'm getting steps in. Literally, I do this. I went to Target the other day. I was like, okay, it's really crappy out. It's really cold. I'm going to get some steps in. I'm going to Target. Had to get a couple things anyway. And I just browsed. I just went around, took my time and just walked around a lot because that's how I was able to get movement in that day. I'm currently looking for a gym that has an indoor track. Um, Haven't found one yet, but I'm currently looking for one because I think that that's going to be really helpful for me around this time of year. Um, Can you make stricter boundaries and saying no more. If you feel like there's just so much to do around this time of year and you get really frustrated that you don't have time to just even cuddle up and want to stay in a little bit more around this time of year or whatever it is, right? Figure out what frustrates you and then what out of the things that you listed that frustrate you, what can you actually control and how can you problem solve with that? That is step one of this whole thing. Because a lot of times we could just, I know I could get into this mode where I'm just like, oh, this sucks. It's so dark out. It's so gray. It's freaking freezing out. There's nothing to do. Like I could very easily get into that mode, but I know that that's not serving me. I know that that's not helping me. I know that it's not getting me where I want to go and it's not helping my energy and my energy, my physical energy and my vibrational energy is everything to me. If I don't have my energy, there's absolutely no way that I'm going to be able to show up for my clients that I'm going to be able to enjoy life and enjoy my fiance and enjoy anything that I do. I like that is my number one priority. So if that is my number one priority, then I have to do things in any season that's going to lift my energy up. And it's going to look different from season to season. In the summer, it's going on for a walk on the beach. It's being outside. It's going bike riding. It's just like being in the warmth. Like I love it so much. In the winter, when those things aren't available, there's other things I need to find to lift my energy up. So it's like giving yourself the challenge of, okay, what, this is what is frustrating me about this season right now. And then this is what I can actually control out of it. I can't control the temperature. I can't control the weather. It's, it's something that I have zero control over. If I could, we would be sitting in 80 degrees and sun right now. Okay. But I can't control that and neither can you. But what can you control about it? Because there's more about it that we can control than we can't control. And that's what's going to help lift our mood out of it. So that is part one of this. Now, as far as steps that are going to actually really support you through this, the first thing is getting some form of 
um, light therapy lamp. Now I will put one in the show notes for you. The one that I use, you can get any one you want, but I'll just put the one in there that I've gotten off of Amazon. This was a game changer for me last winter. I started doing this last winter and it is so freaking helpful. I even do it in the summer when it's like a, a rainy day or something. It is so helpful because sunlight is one of the things that has been shown and proven to reduce seasonal affective disorder because we need that light. Aside from it helping your mood, it actually really helps balance out your hunger and satiating hormones, your ghrelin and leptin hormones, which of course help balance out your hormones. It helps support your blood sugar. It helps support your body in burning food as energy instead of storing it as fat. Because when we see darkness all the time and we don't see any light, our bodies think that we're in hibernation. So when we eat something, it holds onto it as fat and it's storing it because it's like, we're in the middle of a hibernation season right now. I don't know when I'm going to be getting food next. I need to make sure that I'm storing whatever food she's giving me because I don't know when I'm getting it next. So if we don't see that sunlight, this is what happens. So if we, again, we can't control when the sun comes out, but we can get a light therapy lamp that makes our bodies think that, oh, it's sunlight out. Okay. It's daytime. This food that she's consuming, we will burn it as energy instead of storing it as fat. It helps our mood. It is so freaking powerful. It literally wakes you up because there's a sensor in your brain that goes through your optic nerve and it actually stimulates your brain in other ways that nothing else can do that. It needs to be from the light. And it's so freaking crucial in any single season. I always recommend to all my clients to get morning sunlight within the first couple hours of waking up to again balance those ghrelin and hunger uh, ghrelin and leptin levels your hunger and satiating hormones to help support your blood sugar to literally wake you up it helps stimulate your cortisol in the morning to help wake you up in a good way right not in an over um over stimulation way and it boosts your mood up and it, it helps set your circadian rhythm, your sleep and wake cycle. When we don't see sunlight during the morning, our circadian rhythm gets messed up because it's like, well, is it daytime? Is it nighttime? What, what time is it? What is happening? Where's the freaking sunlight? So I highly recommend getting a light therapy lamp. Again, I'll put one in the show notes for you if you want to check it out. And how I recommend using it is what I do is when I wake up in the morning, um, I do my little routine. I go to the bathroom. I wash my face with Skin Essence Organics. You know I'm obsessed with that company. Don't even, I can't even go on that tangent right now. They're so freaking amazing. But anyway, I do that. I have my, my warm lemon water. I meditate. I work out, do all the things. Okay. So what I do is I just put it out and on when I am meditating, even though my eyes are shut, but at least it's still there. And then after that, when I'm stretching, I'm doing my journaling or I'm working out, I'm getting ready in the morning. I just have it on. So whatever your morning routine is, if you're putting your makeup on first thing in the morning, whatever you're doing, put the light therapy lamp on, just have it around you. You don't need to be staring into it. It just needs to be around you so that you're getting that light into your eyes. And it's not a light that's like harming your eyes or anything like that. It's it's for this specific reason. So just put it on first thing in the morning when you're doing whatever you're doing. And it is going to be so helpful at least for 20, 30 minutes. Um, I would recommend I do it for sometimes that time, sometimes longer because I'll forget it's on, but at least for that amount of time when you're eating breakfast, have it on, whatever you're doing, but just do it as soon as you can in the morning. And it's going to help you so much. So that is after going through the, what frustrates you, what can you control the actual tangible tips? This is number one for the tangible tips. 
Number two is vitamin D. So I've done a whole podcast episode on vitamin D and the importance of it for your immune system, especially with things that go on in the world starting in 2020. You know what I'm talking about. Okay. It's very, very important. I have complete other topics, other podcast episodes that dive deep into that. But vitamin D is also really supportive for our mood and our serotonin levels. And it's something that we are deficient in, especially in this time of year where we live, right? If you live somewhere where it gets colder and you're not outside as much and there's not as much sunlight, you're generally not getting as much natural vitamin D from the sun because we're just not in the sun as much. So we get deficient in it, especially around this time of year. And it is a master hormone in the body. It really helps like thousands of functions in your body. So just on a hormone level, vitamin D is crucial. It's really, really important for fertility, for your regulation, for blood sugar regulation, for your immune system, for your mood, for depression. Like it is so, so, so important. So every single day of the year, I recommend taking this. Um, Again, disclaimer, always check with your medical care practitioner before taking any supplementation. You could always do a blood test to see where your levels are at. But in general, taking vitamin D during this time of year is super, super, super important. I up my amount during this time of year. I know where my levels are at. I've gotten blood tests. So I know generally where I'm good at and what I need. So the amount I take is going to be different than the amount you take, but I recommend at least bare minimum, like two, 3000 IUs. If you're in a location like I am and you're not getting really any sun, I would probably up that amount. But if you want, you could always check with your doctor. I recommend that getting blood work to see where your levels are at. So you could see what amount to take because vitamin D is a fat soluble vitamin. It stays in you. It's not something that you pee out like vitamin C or B complex or something like that. So it will store up, but it is still so freaking important to take and it is going to help your mood. So find out what your levels are, make sure you're taking a vitamin D supplementation. And if you are normally taking it throughout the year, up the amount that you're taking, if you're not getting any sunlight. Um, and again, I always talk about this, even in the summer, in order to actually absorb vitamin D, it needs to be on your skin, like the sunlight needs to be on your skin without any sunblock. So that is just something else to be really cautious of. Of course, I don't want you to get sunburned, but just know that you don't absorb vitamin D when you have sunblock on. And I will link below the other podcast episodes I did on vitamin D in general, so you can get some more information on that. Okay. So, um, the step number three, so morning light, vitamin D step number three is to go to sleep earlier and wake up earlier. I have been doing this lately for the last, I don't know, week or so, and it has made such a difference. First of all, I don't know if you could hear those birds right now (laughs) sitting by my window and there's birds going crazy outside. I could hear them. I don't know if you could hear them, if you could hear them. Let's just pretend that we're outside right now. It's sunny. We're listening to the birds. All is good. Okay. Let's just pretend it's summer because that's what it sounds like when I hear those birds. Anyway, what we're talking about is going to bed earlier and waking up earlier. So this has been so freaking helpful for me, even just by half an hour. I've literally only shifted it a half an hour because it does get darker so much earlier and there is more light in the morning. For me, having that extra time in the morning to just deepen my morning ritual to have that alone time in the morning before any anybody like there's anybody other in my house than my fiance before my fiance wakes up. It's just really, really nice to have. And you're more in tune with nature because it's getting darker earlier. So we're meant to go to bed earlier and to wake up earlier. We're meant to live by the daylight, right? Because before there was modern technology and electricity, 
people lived by the sunlight and the moonlight and maybe candles. So when this time of year happens, it's really important to live in tune with that. So really shifting your bedtime earlier and waking up earlier is going to support your mood because you're helping your circadian rhythms out and you're shifting with nature instead of trying to fight against it. I did a whole nother podcast episode on this too. If you want to dive a little bit deeper on supporting yourself, like nourishing practices around this time of year, um, that you could go back a couple episodes. I did an episode on that as well, but in general, going to sleep earlier, waking up earlier is really, really helpful. Number four is warm and comforting foods. So during the summer, of course, this is also depending on your phase in your cycle, right? But during the summer, I have a lot more raw foods than cooked foods, right? I don't have as many soups and stews and warm foods like that in the, in the summer. Of course, I have cooked foods. I don't have just a solely raw diet that does not work for my body at all. Um, and again, it does depend on where I'm at in my cycle. Like during my period, I always have cooked foods or my lutephase, I have more cooked foods than raw. But in general, I just tend to have a lot more raw foods in the summer because things are lighter. That's, that's in tune with nature. There's just a lot more fresh fruits and vegetables and things available. And it just feels better in the summer, but in the winter, raw foods have a cooling effect on the body, which is why it feels really good in the summer. But in the winter, if we're having an abundant amount of raw foods, it's really going to negatively affect our bodies and our energy. And it is going to affect our moods because we're not living in tune with nature. So really having more warming and comforting foods is going to support your mood around this time. So it's going to warm you up. If one of the things that really affects you, like it affects me is being cold, having a lot of raw foods is just going to increase that frustration because you're just going to feel colder. When we have a cold smoothie, when we have a cold salad, it makes us feel colder. Now, that doesn't mean to never have a smoothie and to never have a salad. Of course, I believe that we should have raw foods in our diet always, um, but just shift the ratio of it. And I dive deeper into this in that podcast I was talking about um, with nourishing practices for fall, but just making sure that you are having some comfort foods, right? Some stews, maybe make, I just made a soup yesterday with butternut squash and sweet potato and carrots and celery and chickpeas, and it's so good and warm and it's just like a big hug and it may, it really literally does support my mood. Put some cinnamon in there. It was so freaking good. Some kale. Like I absolutely loved it. So just that is just going to warm your body up and that's going to help your mood, especially if you're someone whose mood gets affected because you're cold. So that's step number four. Step number five is meditation. I mean, I feel like I talk about this in every scenario because meditation helps no matter what is going on, but it's really, really supportive for you to have this connection time and to go inward. I know sometimes we don't want to go inward, especially when we're feeling frustrated. Um, that's like the last thing we want to do because we have to confront what we're frustrated about, but it actually really does help. And it allows you to know that no matter what's going on in the outside world, you could connect in with yourself and find peace and ease and flow within you, even when you open your eyes and look outside and you're like, this weather blows, like I feel you, but connecting inward and just having that space to every day, just connect back in, connect back in. It really does support your mood because you're connecting to your inner being, to what's always available for you and what always wants you to feel the best that you could possibly feel. Um, so those are my tips for helping you with seasonal affective disorder. What I really want you to do is really figure out what frustrates you and how you can shift that, how you can, what can you control out of that and how can you improve on it? If it's the movement, I'm going to do a whole nother episode actually on getting more movement in around this time of year, because I think this is something else that's really a a big struggle. But in general, for seasonal affective disorder, really identifying what's frustrating you, 
what's making you feel low and what can you control out of that and getting really honest with yourself. And instead of just staying in the pity party, like I like to do sometimes being like, okay, what can I actually control? How can I lead myself through this? How can you lead yourself to feeling in a better mood by doing something that's maybe against what you normally do? And, but it's actually going to help you feel better. So getting out of that old thought pattern of just like, oh, this time of year sucks, blah, blah, blah. I'm always depressed around this time, whatever, really shifting yourself, leading yourself through it and figuring out what you can control. And again, if you do struggle with depression, please see a licensed um, therapist to really help you out with this. And then morning light. This is huge. Getting in the morning light, getting a light therapy lamp. I will link it below. Upping your vitamin D is so crucial. Again, always check with your medical care practitioner or your nutritionist, your dietitian, whoever you're working with. Um, number three, go to sleep earlier and wake up earlier. This is going to really help your circadian rhythms and just help you feel more in tune with nature. Have more warm, comforting foods to actually warm you up if you hate being cold like I do. Um, meditation and really just connecting inward and really asking yourself, how can you lead yourself through this? It's always going to look different. How we lead ourselves is going to change from day to day, from season to season. Take this as a challenge to see how you can lead yourself through it. And then also flip the script and be like, how can I like use this time to support me? How can I just enjoy it being a little darker so I can stay in more? I can get cozy on the couch. I can, you know, of course, still supporting your movement and doing all those other things and not just feeling like you're lazy all the time and, and having that deplete your energy. But Think of it as a nice time to just be like, okay, well, there's not as much going on. So maybe I could take this time to do other hobbies that I've been putting off because I felt like I maybe didn't have enough time for it. Or I could get cozy, watch a Christmas or holiday or Hanukkah, whatever movie. I could just have some tea, like find things that bring you joy around this season, whatever it is. It could be the littlest thing. Literally holding a warm cup of tea brings me joy around this season. Like looking at putting my lights on, having the Christmas tree, I work from home, having the Christmas tree and all the Christmas lights and stuff up and on all day helps my mood around this time. Getting outside when it's freezing helps my mood around this time. How can you lead yourself through it? How can you get support if you want support around this time of year? Who can you talk to weekly that's going to help lift your mood? Can you set up a phone call, a weekly phone call with a friend or a family member or your mentor or somebody to help lift your mood throughout the week? Can you join a program? Can you get a mentor? Can you surround yourself by other people who are working on this, who also just want to lift themselves up around this time of year? Because that is what's going to be most helpful. And I hope that this podcast is something that you tune into that does lift your mood and does help support you during every season of life, especially when it's a little bit more challenging during this time of year. So I hope that this was helpful for you. Thank you so much for being on this journey with me. Um, I will link below the link for the light therapy lamp. I'll also link below a dashboard, um, a professional dashboard. It's called Fullscript where you could get professional grade supplementation. If you do want to get vitamin D, once you talk to your doctor or whoever you're working with, I will link that below. You get 10% off all the supplements in that um, dashboard. And I am looking forward to chatting with you next. If this resonated with you, please tag me on Instagram. I want to know who else is maybe struggling with this like I am. And if any of these tips helped you out, I would love to see you implementing some of them because I can't see you right now. I don't know who you are, where I know some of you because you reach out to me and I'm so appreciate it, but I would love to see you implementing some of these things or that it is helping you. So tag me on Instagram at Angelica, and I will chat with you soon. Thank you so much for being here. If you loved this episode and learned something valuable, please share it with a friend who you think would also love it or post it on social media and tag me so I could personally say thank you for helping me spread this important message. 
I am beyond grateful to be here with you. So until next time, stay intentional, stay consistent, and always mind your hormones.